Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. And I am in Mir, Alberta, in my cozy little office. And I've just been watching some uh, stuff on X and Facebook, you know, actually over the last few days. And, uh, man, lots going on. Anyway, I figured uh, I better chime in on some of the stuff get in trouble with a bunch of people, garner a whole bunch of hate mail, that type of thing. So here we go. This live stream is only going to be about 30, 35, 40 minutes max. So please stay with me till the end. Some of you aren't uh, on the same page as me with some things. So you're going to be going, I'm gagging about this. I can't handle this. You know what? Suck it up, buttercup. Get through it. I've got a point to make, and I would like to share it with you. So, first thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about our Premier, Danielle Smith. Why would I want to talk about Danielle Smith? She's not perfect. And all politicians have to be perfect, right? I mean, they have to do everything just right. They have to please everybody. Um, you know, they can't make anybody mad. And they have to fulfill everybody's requests all the time, right? And if they don't do that, we should just cast them aside and uh, stomp our feet and yell and scream, right? Wrong. I don't believe that at all. Um, there are some things that our Premier has done that I don't agree with. And there are some things that she does that I 100% agree with. And I will say something about the things I don't agree with. And I will support her 100% on the things that I do agree with because... I want to see some changes. I want to see some changes in this province and in this country. And we're not going to get them done all at once. And when we do accomplish something, we need to put our strength behind it. And then focus on the other stuff after. Anyway, I'm going to invite you to watch a video that the Premier put out uh, regarding the new policy, some legislation the, the uh, government is passing regarding parental rights. Now, for those of you who you know, can't look past anything that the government does that you don't like, please do so right now. This is very important. I want you to see this. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. My fellow Albertans, today I wish to address a very sensitive issue involving and let me know if there's no sound identity. This is not always an easy conversation to have. I strongly believe that we as a society must support and reach out with kindness and inclusion to those who identify as transgender and work to eliminate the discrimination they often experience in their lives. As Premier of this province, I want every Albertan that identifies as transgender to know I care deeply about you and I accept you as you are. As long as I lead this province, I will ensure you are supported and your rights are protected. I'm gonna stop you there, Premier, for a moment. Did you hear what the Premier just said? Daniel Smith is a conservative. She doesn't particularly agree with these 500 genders things. But I, I want, this is what's important to me. I have never heard, oh, sorry about the still frame there, Premier. That happens to me all the time. I've never heard a politician talk like this before. I have never heard a politician talk about the caring aspect of governance and why they're doing what they're doing. Let me continue. I mean, let her continue. 
In the case of children age 17 and under who identify as transgender, I also want you to know that you are loved and supported as you work through your often changing emotions, feelings, and beliefs. As we all know, children and teenagers are in a constant state of biological, social, emotional, and sexual development and change. They're constantly learning about themselves, trying new things, dealing with biological changes, and trying to understand a wide range of new thoughts and feelings. It's a very complicated time. In my view, one of the greatest responsibilities we as parents, teachers, and community leaders have is to preserve for our children the right to grow and develop into mature adults so that they are better prepared to make the most impactful decisions affecting their lives. Decisions like choosing a career, a partner, raising children, their interaction with legal drugs like alcohol and cannabis, their sexual activities and preferences, and many other adult choices. I'm going to pause there for a second. I do see in the comments some people saying some things that are conveying the notion that maybe the Premier should be doing something else and, and shutting this whole conversation down. But let me remind everybody of something. Regardless of whether or not you agree with the lifestyle of the people around you, the other people who inhabit this province in this country, it's none of your business any more than it's the other like the other side's business what we do or how we raise our kids people have this idea that they that our politicians should just go and 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 make things exactly how we want them well guess what there are people that think opposite of us and they live here too and we need leaders who are going to do what they need to do to make sure we can peacefully coexist not to slam one side or the other. I mean, how did we like it when Rachel Notley was doing that? How did we like it when Rachel Notley was stripping parental rights and, and making it so children could mutilate themselves without us parents ever knowing? We didn't like that, did we? Our premier is sticking her neck out like I have never seen before. Have you ever seen a politician tackle this conversation? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit play again. And I'm going to ask you, have you ever seen a politician deal with this subject with this amount of grace and elegance? I don't care if you like her or don't like her. I am, I'm really happy with how she's handling this. Even though I'm opposed to the idea that there's 500 genders and stuff. I am in line with the idea that regardless of what we think of other people, we should allow them to live the way they want and stay out of their business as well. Let's continue. It is my view that list of adult choices includes deciding whether or not to alter one's biological sex. Making permanent and irreversible decisions regarding one's biological sex while still a youth can severely limit that child's choices in the future. Prematurely encouraging or enabling children to alter their very biology or natural growth, no matter how well-intentioned and sincere, poses a risk to that child's future that I, as Premier, am not comfortable with permitting in our province. Similarly, the risks and unfair advantages that young women and girls are experiencing when competing with biologically stronger transgender females in sporting competitions have also grown too high. After much discussion, the Government Caucus and I have therefore decided to implement the following policies and guidelines as it relates to transgender minors and athletes, including additional supports to assist transgender adults to secure the healthcare they need 
and the counseling support for youth identifying as transgender to ensure they can successfully work their way through their complex feelings and emotions as they grow to adulthood. Did you catch that? So our government in Alberta is giving us parents what we want. We want our children, specifically our girls, to be able to compete in sporting events and not have to worry about getting beat up by a boy who is now a girl because they are physiologically much stronger. It's not much to ask, but the other side's heads have completely exploded with this idea. They've gone so far as to say, basically, that you know women's rights don't matter anymore. Our girls' safety doesn't matter anymore. The only thing that matters is this virtuous ideology that they have that a man a five, you know, a, a, a six foot six, 300 pound man can decide one day he's a 13 year old girl and go compete with 13 year old girls. The premier is saying, no, we're not going to do that. But at the same time, she is recognizing that there are people who are in different situations than us, regardless of whether we agree with it or not, regardless of whether we believe it's right or wrong. She's saying there are other people and we care about them too even though we don't share their opinions. That is so freaking important in leadership right now. And our premier in Alberta is saying it. Let's continue. First, on the issue of gender reassignment treatments for minors. For minors age 17 and under, top and bottom gender reassignment surgeries will not be permitted. For children age 15 and under, Puberty blockers and hormone therapies for the purpose of gender reassignment or affirmation will also not be permitted, with the exception of those who've already commenced their treatment at this time. Minors age 16 and 17 will be permitted to commence hormone therapies for gender reassignment and affirmation purposes, so long as they are deemed mature enough to make these decisions and have parental physician and psychologist approval. For transgender adults, our government is currently working to attract one or more medical professionals to practice in Alberta who specialize in transgender surgery to ensure those individuals transitioning have access to an expert in Alberta to assist them with their extremely unique and complex medical needs, rather than going to Quebec, which is now the practice. So, did you catch that? Um, again we may not agree with some parents um, advocating for their children to do this, right? Well, people on the other side are strongly opposed to me as a parent being able to share my faith um, in Christ with my children because they think that that's some sort of child abuse. Neither of us should be allowed to tell each other how to raise our children. That's up to us because we're the ones who love our children the most over everybody else, except for in a in, in a very small case, uh, amount of cases, which the premier is going to discuss. So as a conservative, I want to be left alone to raise my children as I see fit because I love them more than anybody else and I care for them more than anybody else and I will be there for them when nobody else will, when the state isn't, when their friends aren't, when their teachers aren't, I will be there for them because I'm their child. So <laughs> I'm their child. Sometimes my daughter would say that I'm their parent. What the government is doing, what the premier is doing is the right thing. She is putting the responsibility on ensuring that our children have good futures and grow up to be productive adults on us, the parents. Do you understand that? 
this is a lot of responsibility. The government is saying, yes, you as a parent have the right to be involved in your child's life. And you have the responsibility to make sure that they are loved and nurtured and to taken care of and, and uh, can work through these complex issues that we all went through when we we're younger so that they can have the best outcome. It's our responsibility. And she's affirming that right now. Don't worry. We're going to watch another video after this. And it's going to be, uh, you're going to like it. We will also be building a private registry of medical professionals who specialize in this field to better support the lifelong healthcare needs of transgender Albertans, including access to needed hormones and surgery aftercare. Well, that's when a it still picture. So read between the lines here. The Premier just mentioned and put it out there that when people go through these transitions, it is a lifelong process. And it's, it's going to be required to have lifelong medical aftercare. So that's important to note. Comes to classroom instruction on subject matter involving gender identity, sexual orientation, or human sexuality, we will be requiring parental notification and an opt-in requirement for each instance a teacher intends to give formal instruction on these subjects. Furthermore, all third-party resource materials or presentations related to gender identity, sexual orientation, or human sexuality in our K through 12 school system will need to be pre-approved by the Ministry of Education to ensure the materials are age appropriate. For a minor, age 15 and under, the government will require parental notification and consent for a school to alter the name or pronouns of a child. For 16 and 17 year olds who choose to alter their name or pronouns, parents do not need to give consent, but they must be notified. So again, these are all good things. Okay, we don't agree that some parents allow their children to do this. So they don't um, bring them up in a way where they can work through their issues without changing their gender. Okay, I get it. But what the Premier is doing and what the government is doing is she's making sure that the parents are involved in the kids' lives. No more NDP backroom secret meetings like the NDP advocated for where they wanted the state and teachers to be responsible for the children. Seriously, the government's gonna mess our children up. Teachers will mess our children up and then they're out of school and that's the end of it. And then parents are left to pick up the pieces. That is not fair. We are the ones that are responsible to make sure that our children are raised right and have a, a good nurturing childhood, period. That's what we're getting. We know that nearly all parents, even those who may disagree with the decision of their children, will love and care for their children no matter what choices they make. However, in the handful of rare situations where one or both of the parents reject or become abusive to a child who identifies as transgender, we have child protection laws that will be strictly enforced. So reading between the lines there, if you don't fulfill your duty and your responsibility as a parent and that you're... you're you love your kids and you take care of them regardless of what their choices are, then the state will step in. And some of you are going to say, oh, well, they can just come in and take our children. They already can come in and take our children if we don't fulfill our role as a parent. If you don't like that, I don't, actually, that would concern me. If you're worried that the government's going to come in and take your children, if you're abusing them, don't abuse your children. I think that's pretty simple. Um, it is definitely not a perfect system. It is definitely riddled with corruption in some areas, 
but it is the best we have now. And like everything else, if you want it to get better, if you want to change that system for the better, then you need to become the change that you want to see in the world and get involved in that and do it yourself. we got to stop depending on the government to do it. If you don't like how social services is handling um, or child welfare is handling these things, then you need to get involved. You need to start lobbying your MLA or your MP. You need to go to your CA meetings. You need to be going to the AGMs. You need to be putting policy forward, that, like the ones where we affirmed parents' rights at the, at the last AGM. You need to do these things, and it's not the government's going to do it for you. You're going to give them the mandate to do it, just like has happened right here. The government is also designing a pilot project to provide appropriate counseling services to support parents and youth identifying as transgender to work through the unique challenges that these families face. We encourage all teachers, parents, classmates, and youth volunteers to be on the watch for any instances of bullying of youth or children for any reason so adults can assist with putting a stop to it the moment it is detected. Our government also needs to deal with the emerging issue of the unfair disadvantages that young women and girls are experiencing when competing with biologically young women and girls transgender competing female with athletes in sporting competition. Transgender females. I strongly believe that those who were born male but have transitioned to or identify as female are owed the opportunity to meaningfully participate in sport. However, there are obvious biological realities that give transgender female athletes a massive competitive advantage over. Okay, so again, you may not agree, as I don't agree, that people should just be changing their gender like they change their underwear. Um, however, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't strive to accept people in our society to participate however they wish to participate. We can do that by making sure that you know our, our women and, and girls are safe and can participate in their sports properly without you know having again a 300 pound six foot six man telling us that they're a 15 year old girl participating in sports you know we we can we can we can peacefully coexist and that's what she's saying right here for women and girls it is not beneficial for those women including those who are transgender for this divisive and sometimes dangerous situation to continue <laughs> That is why the Alberta government will work with sporting organizations active in our province to ensure that women and girls have the choice to compete in a women's only division in athletic competitions and are not forced to compete against biologically stronger transgender female athletes. We will also work with those same sporting organizations to ensure transgender athletes are able to meaningfully participate in the sport of their choice through the expansion of co-ed or other gender neutral divisions for athletic competitions. I understand how controversial and divisive discussions on topics of sexuality and gender can be, especially when those conversations involve children. I would therefore ask that as we work through implementing these policies, that we as adults in this province do all we can to depoliticize the discussion and focus on the well-being of the children involved, whether they are young people identifying as transgender or who find themselves attracted to those of the same sex or simply trying to understand the complex and often changing emotions and feelings of being teenagers. They all need our unconditional love and support. And it's Did you catch that? Did, did you catch the words that the Premier is using here? She's telling you that regardless of what people's opinions are, they need our unconditional love and support, which is exactly what, that that's the truth. It doesn't matter if someone believes exactly the same thing as, as 
as I do. Um, as a matter of fact, as a Christian, the Bible tells me it actually commands me to love people who hate me. It commands me to love people who completely disagree with me and maybe blaspheme against my God. This is what's missing in society is the compassion for people who don't agree with us. And I'm blown away that I actually see it coming from a politician. I, I have never seen this before in my life. To those children and teens that I want to say just how much we love you and support you in becoming the person you want to be. You never have to feel alone or isolated. If you do reach out to your parents, family members, teachers, a coach, or other trusted adults and ask You notice she put parents first? Again, what's happening here is the government is giving us the tools that we need to be a part of our kids' lives and help them through these decisions in these times. Parents first, not the government first. She didn't say go to a teacher first. She didn't say go to the NDP MLA in Edmonton first. She said, talk to your parents. We love you and support you and we want the best for you. Talk to your parents. for support. We, as the adults in your life, will be there for you to make sure you know just how amazing and precious you are. Thank you for listening. Now, I know there's a lot of you probably out there who are just screaming at me saying, oh, I'm just a shill. Oh, Daniel Smith, this, Daniel Smith, this. You know what? Shut your stupid mouth. There are a lot of bad things going on in this province right now. There's a lot of uh, of, of corrupt practices. There's horrible things happening to people. There's guys that are in jail with, with no bail for 700 and friggin' too many days. Things are not perfect. But this, what, what I just saw is such an important thing for our province, for us as parents, and for our children. And if you want to cast that aside because of, of something else that you're upset about, you really need to think about your actions. Oh, Chris supports supports uh, the BUCP and Daniel Smith because of this. You're damn right I do. I absolutely do. I 100% support the Premier and how she's handling this topic and this conversation with an amount of, the, the amount of grace and elegance in that conversation and compassion for those that don't agree with us on these things coming from Danielle is amazing. So yes, I do support it. No, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to continue to call out other things, but I will support that 100%. And let me show you why. I'm going to show you why I support that. This next video is going to be more difficult to get through because it's somebody who doesn't agree with us. But you know what? They have an opinion too. And they have a perspective. And they deserve to be heard. And as a conservative, I'm going to say, I acknowledge this guy's got a right to exist and a right to speak. And I will debate him on these things, but he can speak nonetheless. So let me just cue that up. There's a lot of hair on fire these days, isn't there? Both sides. As a matter of fact, there's going to be hair on the freedom side, on fire because I'm doing this video. I really don't give a shit. Where is it?
Oh. Pardon me. Just give me a moment. I'll find it eventually. We'll get to it. No, not that one. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I might have messed up, and I'm going to have to queue this up again. Oh, wait a minute. No, I found it. Here it is. Here we go. Here we go. Let's queue this up. And uh, thank you to our friends over at Alberta News and Views for the uh, awesome commentary that we find all the time. You guys can check them out. Find them on Facebook, Alberta News and Views. Uh, you know what? Follow their page. Give them a like and uh, and share it out there because this guy does some pretty fantastic work. To all of the youth that listen to Premier Smith's this isn't the guy, by the way. This is a Liberal MP who's responding to Premier Smith's announcement on parental rights and having compassionate uh, uh, understanding for people who disagree with us. Here we go. A video last night, and I can tell you I watched it, and then I read the policy she's intending to put in place, and then I spent the night consoling people on the phone. I had people who offered to help who are from the trans community and the queer community, and to a person they broke down on the phone crying and saying, Please help us. What can we do? How can we? How how can you help? How can we work together? This isn't a question about parental rights. Yes, it is a question about parental rights. Absolutely, it one hundred percent is. For the people that are calling in and crying about parental rights being affirmed, for the people that are crying and whining and having meltdowns because the government is acknowledging that parents have rights over the state and the state doesn't have rights over the children, go ahead and cry. Um, I 100% disagree with the idea that the state should be responsible for children over parents, and I will fight that to the death. Period. Uh, and I'm I'm happy to debate you on the on the merits of parents having rights over their children who they love more than the state does. Um, but you know what? The idea that people without children who are never going to have children who don't want children. Uh, being able to have decisions over the way my children are raised, it is not going to happen on my watch. Let's continue. This is about keeping kids safe. This is a unilateral ideological move by Danielle Smith and the UCP government to marginalize kids, to other them, and to out not just trans and gender, but non-binary kids, but all queer kids. You are a liar, Mr. Clean. You are a liar. The Premier, Caucus, and the rest of us Conservatives, she said it right when she said that we believe those kids are precious and we love them and we support them no matter what their choices are. But we will be involved in their choices and their decision making because we love them. We're not trying to marginalize anybody. We're not trying to say people don't exist. We are simply saying that we are going to be involved in these conversations and in these decisions because we love our children more than you do and we're going to be there for them no matter what. You're going to go to a school as a young queer kid or a gender questioning kid and now have to look over your shoulder to wonder which of your other students are going to out you so that they call your parents. Okay, well, I can see that how that would be a threat. If I were a far left extremist who wanted to destroy the identity of children and have them questioning their whole existence um, to the point where they're suicidal, 
I wouldn't want parents involved at all. I would want to be able to uh, administer my agenda in secret meetings behind parents' backs like Rachel Notley and the NDP and Mr. Clean here advocate for. So yes, this should be a threat to people who want to interfere in our children's lives without us being present. Let's continue. Nobody calls you when you join the chess club. Nobody calls your parents when you join the basketball team. Nobody calls your parents when you join the debate team. But now, if somebody thinks you're questioning or queer, they're gonna tell the teacher and the teacher's gotta call the parents. I'm sorry, but if you join the chess club or the basketball uh, team, it's not a decision that's gonna affect the outcome of your life and at some points be irreversible. If you join a debate club, um, last time I checked, you don't have your genitalia mutilated behind your parents' back when you're going to debate club. These are two completely different conversations. And this is exactly why the government and Mr. Clean and Rachel Notley and the NDP should stay the hell out of our kids' lives because they don't understand the difference between debate club and transitioning your gender. They don't understand the lifelong implications of your choices when it comes to sexuality, gender, and those types of things, and which and which sports team you play on. For them, it's the same thing. And that's a problem for me as a parent. Let's let Mr. Clean speak. I'm sorry. That is not the Alberta I want or that we want. And so I can say this to all the youth. We're here with you. Uh, we are going to look at every option that we have. And this is our NATO moment as an LGBTQ2 community. An attack on one of our communities is an attack on us all. And I need allies and champions to stand up. We already have the Social Worker Association of Alberta, the Alberta Teachers Association, the Canadian Civil Liberties Association, and a gal who's already mentioned that they will start a court challenge on board. There will be a rally at uh, the legislature in Edmonton on Sunday. I will be there. And if there's ever been a time in this century for people to stand up for the kind of Canada and the kind of Alberta we want, it's today. Newsflash, that's what we just did. We just stood up for our children. Because yes, this is your NATO moment. You are like NATO, Mr. Clean, NDP, and all those organizations you mentioned. I noticed you didn't mention parents. Not once in this guy's conversation. Pardon me if I'm misgendering. Oh, I'm being really facetious there. And with this... <laughs> The the uh, I shouldn't do that. Anyway, he never mentions parents, not once. He mentions, oh, this government agency, oh, this union, oh, these. We're so upset that we're not allowed to interfere in children's lives without their parents knowing again. We used to call that something. When adults used to do things like creepy things behind parents' backs with children, we called that something. We called it out. We actually put people in jail for that. And now this guy, and apparently the ATA, and apparently the AFL, and apparently the Social Workers of Alberta, they're advocating for this kind of thing. They're advocating for being able to indoctrinate your children in vulnerable times in their lives into their ideologies because they think it's so virtuous. That's what's going on here. You are like NATO. You, that group you just mentioned, are a corrupt organization you are the swamp and it needs to be drained and just like 
those of us that know what's going on or paying attention want to be out of NATO. We also want to be free of your kind of ideologies in our kids' lives. We're going to take a look at all of our options. I mean, the premier is squarely within our jurisdiction, but this isn't about jurisdiction. This is about keeping kids safe and alive. Take a look at the stats in Alberta. 50% of homeless kids today are queer youth. And guess what? You know what the statistics are for mental illness in homeless, mental illness and addiction, pardon me, in people that are homeless in Alberta? The number, the, the statistic is mind-blowing. Look it up for yourself because it ranges between 60% and 90% depending on where you're looking. But this guy just let the cat out of the bag. If you can read between the lines. That includes trans and gender non-binary youth. So why is that? The vast majority of parents love their kids and are prepared to have this conversation with them like I did with my folks at 28 coming out. They were the last people I told because it was the hardest conversation to have. But there are kids on the street right now today in all of our cities, in all of our communities that are on those streets because their parents have kicked them out because they can't handle coming out or having kids that are uh, gender diverse. And so is this an issue with the Canada Health Act? Is it a legal issue? Okay, here's a problem. So this fella just said that there's kids on the street that are homeless because their parents kicked them out because they don't accept their life choices. Granted, that probably does happen. But I will guarantee you that that is a very, very small, small number of uh, uh, percentage of kids that are homeless are homeless because of that. There are hugely disproportionate issues affecting that that this guy doesn't even talk about. Drug addiction is huge. Mental illness is huge. And you wonder why our kids are having uh, mental health issues. I mean, being told that, oh, they don't, maybe they're not a boy. Maybe they're not a girl. Maybe they're a unicorn. Maybe they're whatever. You can be whatever you want. You can be a pencil today. This has got to be really hard on children. Now, this guy's talking about how these other organizations, they're so advocating for these kids, advocating for these kids. Where are they for these kids that are homeless? Are they doing anything for them? These kids that are on the street because their parents kicked them out? Pretty sure that the organization, uh, Alberta, the social workers of Alberta should probably be dealing with that, right? They're minors. It's illegal for a minor to be uh, on the streets. So why aren't they using the laws they have right now, the jurisdiction they have right now to go and help these kids? I'll tell you why. It's because they don't care about the kids. They care about taking away our rights so they can indoctrinate kids to whatever they want to do behind our backs. If they really cared about the kids, he would be talking about the homeless, uh, the, the minors who are homeless and how we're going to address that and fix that because it doesn't need to happen. We have the support for that. We have places. We have a social program in this province. Oh, but you know what? It's a shame that it's so corrupt because people like this are running it that it's not doing the job and we still have kids on the street. We should probably continue. We're gonna take a look at what Danielle Smith puts on the table. And I think what we have to do is civil society and Albertans and our, and our allies across the country have to tell the premier and her MLAs that this is not on, that she does not have agency over the lives of youth in Alberta. And Albertans need to stand up and tell Danielle Smith enough's enough and this, whatever this is, this law or these regs cannot stand. I when legislation. She does have standing to do this. 
and it's going to stand. I encourage you, Mr. Clean, to use your voice and express your displeasure that the government is affirming parental rights in Alberta. Please go ahead, go in public and say, hey, parents, we believe that we should have the rights over your children, not you, because only we care about their lives. I care about the lives of my children. And I don't know about you folks, but when I listen to Danielle talking the way she did in that, in that video, explaining what this is going to be, it seemed to me that she actually cares about these kids. How many times have you heard a politician tell, tell children that are pursuing a path that isn't in line with their political or social views that they are precious to them and they are important to them and that they love them? When was the last time you heard a premier or a prime minister tell anybody, any citizens, that they loved them? I never have. Not once in my adult life have I ever heard that. So, yes, she does have the standing to do this. She has the mandate to do this. She has the support to do this because guess what? Parents are now getting involved. Let's continue. ...similar to this was already passed in other provinces. Why is it Alberta taking this to spark some kind of response for you? I'll take that. I've been very consistent with <laughs> what the Higgs government has done in New Brunswick and what Moe's doing in Saskatchewan. It's not on either. And we have been very clear when those governments put in legislation and went down this path that we needed allies and champions. I think the reason you're seeing such a strong reaction now is because of how draconian these these sweeping rules are. Like this is, I mean, you've got to have your parents opt in, opt in uh, just to understand the basics of of biology and and sex ed, you've got to, what you've got to draconian is it? It's draconian so that us as parents have to be notified when the teacher or the school is deciding they're going to teach children that they can be a unicorn. I'm sorry, we need to know what's going on in our children's lives. I don't know if this guy's got children, but for for when I from the outside looking in, I am extremely concerned. Listening to this individual, who very likely doesn't have children, please correct me if I'm wrong, telling me that I shouldn't be allowed to know what my children are being taught. Those are my children. They are not yours. They are not the state's. And our government is affirming that. They're not telling us, oh, hey, we're going to give you these rights. They are saying, we affirm that these rights are already yours. This guy's saying, yeah, well, you know what? You might be a parent. But we're going to take those rights away because we believe that you parenting is being draconian. Good grief. It's no wonder it's how it's it's a difficult to have um, uh, an open dialogue with with those who are opposed to us on these issues because, like, you know what? My hair is lighting on fire right now. This guy, his hair lit on fire years ago. Not even a not a stitch of hair left on him. Ew. Now there's going to be a, what is it, a gender neutral sports league that's going to be set up in Alberta? I mean, these are things that are beyond absurd. And Like a gender neutral bathroom? Is that absurd? Is it absurd that we have a 50-year-old man pretending to be a 13-year-old girl undressing in change rooms where there's little girls present? Is that absurd? What else is absurd? Or is it only absurd that we want to protect women and girls because feminism and also make sure individuals who choose to transition to a different gender can fully participate in society. Sorry, Mr. Clean, does that mean that those they have to be able to go and beat up little girls in wrestling matches pretending to be a girl? 
or can we do something so that everybody can be safe and inclusive like what you're talking about? That's the problem. These people don't want safe and inclusive. They don't want diversity, equity, and inclusivity. They want things their way and fuck everybody else. We don't care if your kid gets beat up, if your little girl gets beat up by a 20-year-old dude who thinks he's 15, a 15-year-old girl. Ideologies and virtue. That's all they care about. And it has nothing to do with the well-being of your children. And it is blatantly obvious listening to these types of things. Let's listen some more. The premier soft pedal that this was coming and then drops a bomb on youth. And we need Canadians to rise up in uh, all other jurisdictions. But right now the fight is on in Alberta because, look, there are other jurisdictions that are watching. There are conservative governments in this country that are watching to see how far they can go. And now they're going to watch and see what Danielle Smith gets away. What's going to happen here in Ontario? Guess what? There are other places watching. And we are standing up. We're standing up for our rights as parents. We're standing up for our children. We are saying enough is enough. That's exactly what is going on here. We are standing up and we are raising up champions to take this and make sure it happens. It's not the premier. It's not Daniel Smith that just decided to do this. We told her to do this. She is our voice. She is the voice and our MLAs are the voice of us parents in this province of Alberta. And newsflash, the majority of Canadian parents feel the same way as we do. So I hope they're watching. And I hope those parents all over Canada stand up and they demand that their MLAs become their voice for and advocate for their rights as parents. And then every province will be like this. What's going to happen? And, 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 and to all of the So, did you did you get why I wanted you to? Did you did you get what? Seriously, Lynn, that's the stupidest comment I've seen yet. Nobody's saying go back to the '60s and '70s. We're literally saying we love you kids, regardless of your choices. And you're saying we want to go back to the '60s and '70s. You're an idiot. I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? I'm not sorry because comments like that are exactly the problem. The Conservative Party in Alberta is trying to do something that is for everybody. They're trying to make sure that everybody has a place in this province. And people like you are attacking it? Seriously, what do you want? Tell me, Lynn, what do you want? Do you want things to continue the way they are, where kids are getting messed up in school? They're committing suicide because they're encouraged to mutilate their bodies when they're 12 years old, and then they turn 18, and they realize maybe that wasn't the best idea? Is that what you want? If that's what you want, you're disgusting. You are disgusting, and we will be louder than you. We are more than you, and we will not let your disgusting, twisted, ideological views affect our children anymore. We will tell our MLAs. We will tell our premiers. We will tell our prime minister, who we're about to, re we're about to elect a new one, by the way. We're going to tell them they better start listening to our voices, or we're going to take over every single institution, every CA, every writing, and we are going to show up and we are going to win for our kids. And your voices, yes, you can do that at 12 and it has happened. Do your friggin' research before you open your mouth. This is the wrong place to come and spew a bunch of nonsense. Oh, I heard Trevor Barrett. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, Trevor.
we're going to turn this around. It's going to happen. And, you know, there, there's another way this could have been done. Years gone by, our conservative government or politicians probably would not have made provisions to make sure that people with differing views were able to participate in society. They would not have stressed that, yes, we care about you too. We, you have a right to exist. We, 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 you are precious to us no matter what choices you make. They wouldn't have said that. And that's what's being said right now. And then we have these meatheads saying, oh, you want to go back to the 60s and 70s where kids are bullied for being gay? No. We're not bullying people for being gay. We're saying that we want our rights as, as parents. We want to be involved in our, in our children's lives. That's what we're saying. None of us here bully people who are gay. I don't give a crap if you're gay. I don't give a crap if you're orange. Donald Trump. I don't give, I don't care who you love, what you do. I care about the content of your character. I care how you treat me. I care how you interact with me. I care how you, if you try and force your, uh, your uh, views on my kids without telling me. That's creepy. That's what I care about. Anyway, I said this was going to be a, a short live, and I guess I kind of went over, but you know what? There we go. There are things that our government is doing and has done that I don't agree with, and I'll talk about those things. I am not so naive to think that there's only bad in the government because I don't agree with some things they're doing. I've realized that there are many different fronts that we're fighting on right now. And when we can accomplish something like what the premier is doing right now, we need to get behind that and support that. That is not a partisan thing. That doesn't mean that you're a shill or something. That means that you care about our rights as parents, period. Support the premier on that. If you don't like something else she's doing, speak out against it. When she does something right, tell her. It's not about a political party. It's not about a politician. It's about making sure that we can do the right things. It's making sure that our voices are heard. So when they're heard, we better support it. Otherwise, you know, if, if I was a politician and I tried to do something good or great like what they just did, and people were still, oh, well, what about this? What about that? And, and just slinging mud at me, do you think it would really make me want to stick my neck out and do more? Or just maybe would it be easier to be a Jason Kenny and just float through? Kind of not really stir the rock the boat too much. Enough. Seriously. We'll get this stuff one step at a time. But we're only going to do it together. What? Yes, that is why you need to stay out of politics, Chris. I don't get it. I'd be fantastic. Everybody would hate me as a politician. Anyway, thanks for watching, folks. Um, I hope that that gave you some food for thought. And I also hope that you caught the very, the, the one of the most important parts of that whole conversation. I get fired up when people like Mr. Clean are trying to uh, uh, install themselves as pseudo parents over real parents. But what got me to the point where I wanted to get the hate mail by doing this video 
was watching how our premier made sure that the other side knows that we care about them, which we have to do. There's two separate things here. The parental rights thing is one, and our the way we interact with each other is another, and they're not mutually exclusive. What I mean is we can advocate for parental rights, but we can make sure that the people that are different than us and that we don't agree with know that we still care about them and they have a right to exist, period. That is a human thing to do. It doesn't matter what you think of them. It's a human thing to do. And we need to start being more human. Don't let, don't let those anti-human assholes win and turn you into one of them. Be human to each other.